keeping those forms of communication open to everyone and knowing what's expected of them, first of all, a transparent approach leads to less panic, right? right. Always. Exactly. Right? And it also leads to less rumors and other things of what's going on. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. So today I'm joined by my friend, Brooke Easton with Easton Designs, and we're going to have a conversation about different things that we can do as business owners to be better prepared or be more prepared going forward during this time of the coronavirus and the pandemic that we are all experiencing across the country right now and, and around the world. This idea came to me because Brooke posted yesterday online that she had spent a fair amount of time talking with business owners just about what are some of the right things to do or what should they be doing to both help their own businesses and be supportive and be focused on what the, their customers and their clients need from them as a business during this time. I reached out to Brooke and said, can we have this conversation online? And here we are. So thank you, Brooke, for, for the completely spur of the moment interview that we set up just hours ago. Literally minutes ago. Yes. Thanks, Amy. I'm so happy to be on and I'm excited to talk about this. Brooke, based on the post that you shared yesterday on, on Facebook, it sounds like you spent the better part of yesterday and maybe even some the day before really coaching through some of your clients about what they should be doing during this time of uncertainty because we really don't know what, what the next six or eight weeks or maybe even longer, hopefully not longer, what they're going to look like for businesses in general other than the fact it's going to be a lot different than our standard operating procedure. Yeah, exactly. On Monday, everything was fairly status quo, and it's fascinating how quickly it escalated throughout the week. I um, was able to post normally on Monday for a lot of my clients, like, hey, have fun on spring break, hey, do all these things. And literally yesterday, it was kind of everything just hit the fan, so to speak. And I was working with clients to create messaging to number one, keep their employees safe because that's important too as well. And then to also keep their clients safe, their customers safe, and to also still encourage people to support small businesses during this time. Small businesses are going to really dramatically feel the effects of this social distancing that we have to put ourselves into right now and it is going to affect them economically long term for quite a while so i wanted to make sure everyone was prepared and that's the big thing is a lot of these small business owners are really concentrated on running their business right so they are sometimes the accountant they're sometimes the hr person sometimes they're boots on the ground and they're doing 
some of the same things their employees are doing. They're in the kitchen, they're working, all these things. And the last thing they have to think about is, oh my gosh, I really need to respond to the coronavirus pandemic on my social. And so I'm there to make sure that, that there is a response. And some of them are nervous about having a response because they feel like maybe it feeds into the fear, the hype, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, you know what? You need to have a statement. You just need to have a statement. It doesn't have to be anything big, but just have a statement because by having a statement, number one, you are showing that you care, you're, that you're empathetic to what is happening, that you are aware of what's happening, and that also the safety of your staff and your clients is important to you. Basically, it shows you, you know, you're human, right? right. What I found interesting is that some, some places have taken a humorous approach to this. So I just read one the other day is like, you know, we're going to be doing delivery. We're going to be doing all of these things. We're also going to be sanitizing tables and stuff. But if you do come in, we have ample amounts of toilet paper. And we also have, we will be giving you your own roll of toilet paper to take home with you. Some of the businesses are having some fun with it, you know, in, in a time when humor is much needed. Um, and then other ones, places you don't even think of that may need to take an approach, right? So we have auto repair places where another person's gonna be driving your car into the bay, right? Another person's gonna be touching your steering wheel. You also may be sick and you may have touched that steering wheel. And so how are we going to all work together to make sure the employees don't get sick or spread something or vice versa? And so having that dialogue is extremely important. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I hadn't really thought about it in terms of if my car was due for an oil change coming up, you know, you don't, you don't think about sanitizing your car off the top of your head, right? You, <laughs> we think about our work surfaces or anything. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about the fact I need to sanitize my car. If I let anybody in my car, maybe I need to find hand sanitizers to have right there in the car. huh? See, now you know. <laughs> now I know. Now I have a new plan that I have to find more, more wipes for. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. I think one of the first things that, that a business probably needs to be thinking about in this, in this moment is even though they weren't planning for this, they probably need to stop for a moment and think about what is our plan going forward. Exactly. And I think you touched on it really well of they need to think about what do they need to communicate to their employees as well as to their customers and their clients about how they're going to interact? Mm -hmm. If they do face-to-face -face interactions, what's going to happen? You know, I was at the salon yesterday and there was a sign right outside the door. We, we want to take as best care of you as possible, but please consider these things. If you're not feeling well, we need to reschedule. The salon I go to also has a, a program in it that's for cancer patients. And so they're very sensitive to what's coming and going and how they're managing and, and sanitizing before and after we enter the room. And, and so it's, it is a, a very different mindset that we need to shift into. And I think that 
in taking that, that moment to pause and to really think about it, it's being very clear on what's your customer journey with you. Where are all those touch points that are coming into play that you maybe need to address differently than what you have in the past? Exactly. You know, I love it that the last few times we've gone into Costco, they've had somebody standing at the door handing everyone a antibacterial wipe. They don't just have them next to the door. They actually have somebody handing them to you to make sure that you're using them. And I know like Fairway and Hy-Vee both have them next to their doors. And honestly, I'm not sure that I've ever paid too much attention to where they are. But yesterday when I went into Fairway, I found myself looking for them because I had that heightened awareness. Right. Another thing, let's talk about what, what should we be communicating to our customers during this time? What are some things that you were coaching your clients about? Number one is going to be if your business hours are changing due to the pandemic. So if anything is going to change, if you're going to have limited business hours because maybe you aren't seeing as much traffic, things like that. So definitely keep that in mind. If you need to reschedule appointments or if staff is going to be ill or things like that, notifying them that that's something that, you know, you take into consideration. Also, maybe I would say cleanliness is probably the the biggest one, right? So everyone wants to know that when they walk into a restaurant, all of your tables are clean, all of your doorknobs are clean, that you know, you're know you doing everything in your power to make sure everything is gonna be clean and sanitized. I know one of the local coffee shops and actually a bunch of coffee shops are no longer allowing you to bring in your travel mugs. So you have to use their actual paper cups now. So that's something. Just any little thing that you that's changed that's out of the ordinary because we're creatures of habit. So if I walk into my coffee shop and I hand you my travel mug and you say, well, we can't do that. And there's no sign there. I'm going to be like, well, why not? What's your deal? But if you actually are, you know, proactive in that, then I come in and I know what to expect. And I think that's what you need to do. You just need to tell people what to expect now, now that things have kind of changed. Mm -hmm. I think also too, I think communicating with employees is good along those same lines too of what's expected. Do I have to come into the office anymore? Can I work from home? What are the expectations when I work from home? Keeping those forms of communication open to everyone and knowing what's expected of them. First of all, a transparent approach leads to less panic, right? Right. Always. Exactly. Right. And it also leads to less rumors and other things of what's going on. One of the things I also had to navigate people through yesterday was canceling. Basically, March is canceled. Is how, is how I was taking. Kind of feels that way. <laughs> I was taking yesterday as March is canceled. So we're on the cusp of spring break, and so so many people were traveling. A lot of vacation plans were canceled. A lot of spring break activities have been canceled, and so navigating, notifying everyone of those cancellations figuring out how to get people refunds, how to make sure that everyone is still happy. Those types of things are also hugely important as well. Exactly. Well, and I know 
you know, my husband works for a healthcare organization, which obviously they're, they're putting into lots, lots of different procedures right now, but along that lines of, of travel, you know, they've been told they are not able to travel for any non-essential if they do travel outside of the country or outside of the state for spring break, they have been told that they would there to take a mandatory 14-day quarantine when they come back and working from home. You know, another way to look at that too is thinking about when you normally would do a face-to-face meeting, could you do that differently? Can you now use Zoom or Skype for business or you know, some of the other technologies that we have available to us now that allow us to be able to meet face-to-face but not be in the same room, like what you and I are doing right now. Exactly. Could that meeting actually finally just become an email? That would be nice too, you know? Well, there is that too. There is <laughs> definitely that too. It must be an email. Exactly. An article that I found on LinkedIn that gave some suggestions also said that we should we need to remember to keep answering the phone. Yes. Still be present. So you're going to be in an uncomfortable position as a business owner. There may be people coming at you that are like, either they're angry, they're scared, they're just wanting to know what's going on. And it's your job to be that communicator. And I know it's going to be so hard. And I know Not a lot of people like being in uncomfortable situations and this whole entire thing is making us be in one giant uncomfortable situation. And so I think we need to grant everyone grace and realize that there's a lot of anxiety rolling around right now. There's a lot of uncertainty and just really grant everyone grace. You know, when you're standing in the line at at Costco and it's like zillions of people deep, just have patience with one another. And that goes as a business owner, when you're communicating those things, please do not ignore people, address them and talk to them as human beings and just, you know, try and quell their fears and just say, you know, I'm being really human with you right now. This is where we're at with everything. And this is how things are going to work now. And I'm really sorry, but it's temporary. And I really firmly believe this is temporary. It's not forever. So um, I think we all just need to work together and to get through it. Absolutely agree. What about some of the things that as a small business person, and you and I both fall into this category, the next several weeks, we don't know what it's going to be. We don't know. We just know that it's going to be very different for our business. Have you taken to given any advice to your clients about different things that they might want to look at in terms of either how to generate additional business or how to be able to save money so that the impact later on is not as great? Right. So I think one of the things too is look at ways that you can maybe move your business to an online space, right? So if you are selling tangible goods like clothing or jewelry or something like that, is it something where you could quick create like a Shopify sort of site and then start putting some of that stuff on there so that you can generate revenue that way? Is it something where you can offer online consults like you and I are doing through Zoom? 
Is it something where it's a food place and maybe you say, you know what, we just are doing takeout and delivery right now. We're going to offer you free delivery and we're going to offer you a discount on any orders that are pickup. Things like that. I think those are things that you can take into account from a monetary situation, looking for ways where you can kind of trim the fat, so to speak. Whether it's in a broadcast ad buy that you can trim back for a little bit. I mean, a lot of people put a lot of ad buy into sports. And as we all know, there is no, there are no sports. I know a lot of people put a lot of ad buy money into March Madness. That ad buy money is uh, no longer. Take that, take that money back. You know, talk to your, talk to your um, account rep and be like, you know what, there's no basketball games and I need this revenue right now. So I'm going to pull that back, but I will revisit with you in the fall. I think things like that also maybe amping up your online efforts, not only like e-commerce, but also in the form of Facebook ads, um, getting more uh, leads that way because so many people are gonna be online now, right? I mean, we are like glued to our phones and our laptops right now. So you're gonna get a lot of high traffic in those areas. And I think being there and being in an awareness situation would be great. So yeah, so I think those are some things that businesses can kind of take the initiative on and really sit down and, and evaluate and take a look at it and see where, where they can do things. I know there are some places too, that are offering like online art classes, online studio classes. So like, let's say you're like a yoga studio and you're right. nervous about all of this. What if you did like an online yoga class and you just offered that to people? I think that would add some extra value. And I also think it just gets people out there and eventually maybe you could monetize it, but there's also things to say for making it free too, just to show we're here for the community type of situation. Exactly. Well, and that kind of brings me to the last point that this that I found in this article, which was be prepared to help in unexpected ways. Yeah. So uh, I've seen other places. So interestingly enough, um, I have a friend that's in the Chicago area. One of the restaurants is actually offering to take food and deliver food to like seniors because Meals on Wheels people are dropping out, right? They don't want to have that human contact. So they're offering to do delivery to some of these places for people who can't get out, even on a normal basis. The, the people that are at the highest risk, which are like seniors, you know, and really helping with that. I myself, should school decide to suspend classes after spring break, I have reached out to a couple of friends and said, you know what, I know you guys work full time, I do not. I have a flexible schedule. If you need me, if you need your kid to come hang out with me, bring your kid over. I'm fine with that. So any way we can support one another during this time is going to be just, I mean, we're, we're stronger when we're together, right? I mean, that's just kind of a fact. Yep. One of the uh, title of one of Simon Sinek's books is Together is Better. There you go. So it's definitely, I think this is putting us all to the test. I like your ideas there, Brooke, very much of unexpected ways to be able to, to help because I think we are going to be faced with challenging ourselves to think about how can I lend a hand to someone else during this time in a way that maybe isn't 
what I traditionally would do, but still is within the realm of what's possible for me to do. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that goes back to when we talk about small businesses too. So I, I've been listening to a lot of small businesses right now where they rely so much on people coming actually into the store and, and doing goods and services, purchasing them in person. One of the greatest things I saw online the other day was go and buy a gift certificate for the restaurant, the store that you love, all of those things. Because what that does is that creates revenue right now for that small business. And then later when the smoke is settled and everything's fine, you can go in and you can like treat yourself to a date night. You can treat yourself to a small gift or whatever. But then at this point when small businesses need the revenue the most and they're needing that traffic, you've supported them monetarily. And there's other ways you can support them too. You can support them through online sales, gift certificates, like I've said, you can refer them. You can like all their social networks, write a review. These are all things you can do a lot of times without spending any money, but still showing your support. And I think that's so important and really, really support your small business owner right now and your entrepreneur because they are going to be struggling very much so. Exactly. And on that note of struggling, I know I have seen a number of posts within some of the entrepreneur groups that I'm in, and, and we talked about it a little bit before too, of it's also important to think about our, our own mental health as the, as the business owner during this time, because yeah, we saw this coming, but I think even if we were, were very prepared for it, I still think this is probably much more significant than what we could have ever dreamt of we need to make sure that we're taking good care of ourselves as well and checking in on our, on our friends and our colleagues who are in this, in similar situations, either that they work from home or that they are a small business owner and, and they're being more isolated, especially as we start to practice the social distancing doesn't need to be a hard line ex, uh, existence to being isolated. I mean, it's not one and the same. It's being responsible when you're around others. Right. And that, so I know you had found some, um, some great tips on how to be more supportive our, of our own mental health. If you wanted to share those quickly, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. So one of the big things is right now we feel like we're in a state of chaos, right? Because we have a virus that we cannot control. We cannot control where it's going, what it's doing, that sort of thing, but we can control our own actions. So I think you need to separate what's in your control and what's not. And one of those things is like, things that are in, control, in your control are washing your hands, reminding other people to, to wash theirs, taking care of yourself in a healthy way, taking your vitamins, getting enough sleep, things like that. The other thing too, along with that, is maybe stepping a little bit back from being on social all the time. As a social media manager, I am on social media all the time. And it, especially in light of things like this, it can really take a toll on your mental health. So really maybe limiting screen time, staying informed, but also don't 
dived so far deep into it that you can't get out, right? right? And really limiting, you know, how much news you're watching, that sort of thing, and stepping away for a little bit to give your brain and your body a break. Your body is going to go into a fight or flight response with all of this stuff going on, and it cannot handle being constantly on all the time. You have to bring it back down. The other thing is, is that a lot of people don't feel safe. Safety is a huge word. And if people don't feel safe, that's kind of like on their hierarchy of needs. It's like food, water, safety, security. And if they don't feel like they're safe, they're going to have a lot more anxiety. Don't compare yourself to others and what makes that person feel safe as opposed to what makes you feel safe. Things that make you feel safe means going to Target and buying all the toilet paper, then go buy all the toilet paper. I do not care right? Like it is seriously okay. If that makes you feel safe and that makes you feel like, okay, we got this under control, then let's do that. That's fine. When they talk about social distancing too, that doesn't mean that you can't go outside. <laughs> so I think I want people to understand, like we are so lucky right now that it is not last winter. Yes. Like, our weather is amazing right now. And we are so lucky because it could have been 50 below right now and snowy and um we're really lucky so it's and okay I, to go outside i think that's important too because you know when you hear the word quarantine so often the definition that you associate with that is a solitary confinement yes, yes. which means you're stuck in your house you're confined to one space social distancing does not mean that I think that's a great point to make, Brooke, is that we still can go outside. Mm -hmm. Go take a walk. Yeah, walk um, your dog. Walk yeah. the dog. Go, go on a hike. Just don't go find 250 people to do this with. <laughs> do not run a 5K right now. Just <laughs> Well, unless you're a slow runner and you end up in the last there of the go. pack, like where I would be if I did a 5K, then I'd probably be all right. Yeah, it is it does not mean that we have to be confined to our homes. It just means exactly. that we need to be smart about what we're doing when we leave our homes. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's super important. And I think maintaining those contacts. So that's the other thing is when all of this happens, it's, it's going to be really easy when you talk about social distancing for people to really take that, like you said, to the far extreme and be like, well, I can't go outside of my house. I can't do anything. And then people with who are already have like maybe a mental health condition are going to be like, well, I can't go out because they're, they're have a lot of anxiety. They may not go see their therapist when they probably should. They may not go and go to the pharmacy to get their meds, even though they should. And this is going to be a problem. And so we really need to reiterate that social distancing doesn't mean not, it just means maintaining a distance. It doesn't mean like not having any, any human contact. And also too, it's okay when you greet people, you know, I know hugs are great and, and that human touch is so important, even through a handshake. But like I said, this is temporary. So find a fun way to greet each other, right? Jazz hands are a lot of fun. We do finger guns, like other things like that. So I think you can have a, you know, a little bit of fun with this there are a couple other things that they mentioned was you really try and stay in the present 
I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh my gosh, well, you know, family vacations in June, are we going to be able to go anywhere in June? Are we going to be able to do anything? And you know what? It, you can't do that. You really, really have to just take, this is one of those things where you just have to take it one day at a time, because as we saw from Monday into Thursday, things changed really dramatically. So from today to June, we could be sitting on a beach somewhere, you know, and everything could be fine. It's hard to say. We don't know. Right. And I, uncertainty makes people very anxious, but just take it day by day. And even if you have to take it hour by hour, that's fine. Just do baby steps, whatever you can do. Even with social distancing, this does not mean that you cannot have a Zoom conversation with your friend. Doesn't mean that you can't IM them. Doesn't mean that you have to like not have any contact whatsoever. Please, please, please reach out to each other. Check on your friends. Say, hey, what's up? Say, you know, I miss our coffee dates, but let's have a virtual coffee date on Zoom. We can do that. You know, there's nothing to say that you can't do those things. Just be smart about whatever you decide to do, but also don't completely isolate yourself. The amount of mental load that an entrepreneur carries on a daily basis is exponential. And on top of all of this, it just can be an extremely heavy burden. And I just want everyone out there to know that they are not alone. There's a lot of us going through all of this. And we're here to listen. You know, you can always message Amy. She's, she's here to listen. I'm here to listen. We're all here. Exactly. To message exactly. Amy, email Amy. We, you know, she'd love to chat with you. So, but reach out because social connection is super important, especially right now. It really is, especially if you're already in a situation where you are a solopreneur and you work from, you know, you work by yourself a lot anyway, then to have something like this put on top of it, it, it can feel really stifling and really heavy. You know, my last episode, we talked, I talked about boundaries, understanding what the boundaries are and that they're good to have. Yeah. And in this case, I think it's good to know what the boundaries are that can be pushed and what boundaries have to stay rigid. Yep. Obviously we need to stay pretty rigid on the hand washing and who knew how many times we touch our face. Oh my gosh. I'm I have been, now. I'm doing it right. I'm touching my face right now. I know. Yeah. I've been much more aware of how many times I touch my face in the last few days and, and I'm shocked because it's just an unconscious thing. So that's a boundary that we need to stay more rigid too. But social distancing does not equal quarantine, does not equal isolation. It means being responsible and understanding the boundaries around those and knowing we can still be in a room with other people. We just need to keep a bigger distance, a, a greater amount of personal space. Yeah, and just being aware of our own health, right? That's the other thing. I think as entrepreneurs too, we were we're always told like just keep hustling, just keep hustling, even through that cold, even through that stomach flu, you know, all that stuff. Right now it's time to say no. If my health and I don't feel good, I need to take a step back from everything. Right. And just take care of yourself. Yep. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. I think I'll do a quick recap here. One of the things, some of the things we talked about is make a plan. Be prepared for what it is you, 
you need to do from this point forward. Think about who you need to communicate with, not only from an employee and internal standpoint, but from your customers and what they need to know and how to expect in going forward doing business with you. Don't stop answering the phone. Don't stop answering your your DMs on your social media platforms. Be aware and be present in what's happening around you. Think about your spending. Are there ways that you can cut back that aren't going to do you a lot of good right now, but maybe they did, maybe you thought they were going to? Like Brooke's example of supporting your business through advertising and sports programming, such as March Madness coming up, obviously those things aren't going to happen now. How can you repurpose that money either to support you throughout a dip in revenue that may happen, but also through redirecting it towards something that could generate more online sales or more immediate sales as opposed to the long-term goals that were assigned to, to that money when they were in a traditional media spend. And then the last one is be ready to help in unexpected ways. Be open to what that might look like to you and to your business and to your customers. And then I will also share those points that Brooke made about our, our mental health in the show notes and on my social channels as well. Thank you so much, Brooke, for carving out a little bit of time for us to have this discussion today. I think it's very valuable for all of us, regardless of what aspect of business we represent, to be thinking about what should I be doing to weather these next several weeks in the best possible place that, that I can be. During this episode, one of the first things that Brooke and I recommended to help navigate the unknowns of business life during the COVID-19 pandemic is to have a plan. You might be thinking, it is way too late to have a plan. My course of action is to be reactive. I think it is fair to say that we were all caught off guard by the speed in which life went from fairly normal and routine to hectic and some might even say off the rails. So the plan isn't in place. I don't know that many of us have a plan and that's okay. But let's write one and we can do that together. I personally think that that plan should be part business operations, part communications and part strategy all brought together into an action plan. The last thing that you want to be doing is spinning your wheels, trying to figure out how to respond to customers or employees who are apprehensive about coming into your place of business and meeting with you face-to-face. And you certainly want to know how you're going to minimize the impact that this is all going to have on your business. Let's schedule an hour, review the current state of your business, and create that action plan to help you through these next few weeks of uncertainty. I'm offering my on-call sessions at a discounted price of $100 off through the end of March. As a small business owner myself, I understand the challenges you are facing. I'm facing them too. I want to help lessen the burden we are all facing by helping us stay focused on offering superior service while remaining empathetic to the circumstances around us. If you're interested in scheduling a session with me, shoot me an email at amy at amyaustinmarketing.com or go to my website at bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y backslash Austin on call for more information on how to schedule a session.
This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.